Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On SEN, The Picks, with David King and Sam Edmund. Yes, hello everyone, good evening and welcome to the very first episode of The Picks. It's been a week of firsts in the AFL and that continues tonight with a one-hour show, which to be frank, I have no idea which direction it'll take us in. But I can guarantee you it will be a lot of fun each and every Thursday at 6 o'clock. Sam Edmund here. And I'm joined by the number one ticket holder for the Miley Cyrus fan club. He's also a dual All-Australian. He did win a couple of flags for North Melbourne along the way as well. David King. Hello, Kingy. Hello, Sammy. How long do you reckon it will last? Well, not long given my name didn't come first in the intro. How did that didn't work? It? No. Oh, that's unlucky. I'm going straight to bops on that. This is just going to be a bit of fun, yeah? I it's think just, this will be a laugh. It's just nice and relaxed. I don't want to take this too seriously. I think you're already getting a bit stressed. Well, no. Actually, what I was going to say to you, I wonder if you've detected this. There's a real buzz around town, a real yes. buzz around SEN HQ today. His footy's back. He can feel the excitement in the I mean, so much so our producer's deserting us early on night one yeah, to buzz. go to the footy. What time's he leaving? I, I think, love it. I think 10 minutes time. I think uh, he's out of here. <laughs> well, it is a big night. It's a huge night. It's a huge night for, for Melburnians to get back to the footy. You going? Uh, I'm, I might go, yeah. Well, you better decide. Well, We're I've off air at seven. You've got 25 minutes. Yeah, plenty of time. How are you getting there? From here. Have you plotted a path? A couple of trams. A couple be, of trams? Yeah. Mingle with the with the people? I'm, I'm, I am part of the people. What are you talking about? What well, are, you, you, are you above that, are you? Not at all. I just wondered if way. you were above oh, the, the wow. sort of... Uh, where's, where's B? Oh, boy. Where's B? Oh, boy. Are <laughs> <laughs> you above the... Now, what, the have you got us, what have you got us into here with this show? Now, this is going to be a bit of fun. I made the comment... With uh, a couple of the guys, I think footy tipping, straight footy tipping, is boring. Like I, tonight, for instance. I agree. Everyone just tips Richmond to beat Carlton because that's what always happens. And if you want to go down that path, then you very rarely get an upset. No one's brave enough to tip Carlton tonight, really. Let's be honest. But if you look at say the line and make the make every game fifty fifty. So what do you what do you got to concede tonight? What would be the line? Three four goals. Yep. Then if you had to give up four goals, would you still tip Richmond to do the job by more than that margin? Or would you think Carlton can get close? So making every game 50-50, and you and I are going to make it personal. Well, I'm going to probably bankrupt you this year on this program. Do you think so? I think so. I think there's a real chance. Well, might not take much to do. <laughs> <laughs> been, so been as, you, <laughs> as you touched on, it's a preview show with a with a twist. So we're going to preview each game with a, with a difference. So we'll take you inside the nine games in a different way. We might even find you a bit of value for the weekend and the sort of winner that we all like. So we'll, we'll chew over the line for each game, a bit of over-under if you like, and we might even in time, Kingy, come up with something that we'd like to call the people's multi. So once, once this goes viral, as the kids say in the schoolyard now, and we get people joining us on the program, That's we better. might have to That's put better. give it back to the people, as you say. I like that. And that means, though, that you're in the hands of others and then, what, what they pick in the multi. So we might have a four or five-legger, just you'll, simple. You'll start to catch a tram then when exactly. you become part of the, the general populace. What did your coach say? Snowy on the tram. Snowy on the tram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dennis knew where the trams were. <laughs> so uh, we want to, this show to become part of you as well out there. You're part of it, of course. one three hundred seven three six seven three six with Sam Edmund and David King. Lines always open. Of course, you know this number, the temper text machine, temper a mattress like no other, 0433981116 to take part in the picks, Kingy. It's been a big week, a week dominated by one word, 
sub. Mm. Luke Beveridge, geez, he came hard for good the win him. today. That's good, isn't it? What do you think of it? Uh, well, I, I, I'm a bit with Luke. I don't know whether we needed it. I don't know why we're rushing it in. It's it's there for essentially for concussion or initially for concussion, uh, which we need to be acting upon. Um, I still think we're at the wrong end of the concussion discussion, to be honest. We're doing everything after we've had the concussion. Not proactive enough. We need to do more to, to negate. Yeah, I know you're big on that space. Yep. The actual concussion. And then we don't have to worry about these things. So I'm, I'm wrapped that a coach has been strong enough to come out and say, hey, this is, this is just crazy. Mm. And it's a pretty strong thing to do, isn't it? Because you've got to walk into that next coach's meeting with Gil. Well, will he be in it? Because he wasn't in this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe next time he might make himself uh, available. It was strange, yeah. wasn't it? Eight o'clock in the morning. Bizarre. The Perth-based coaches couldn't take part. Uh, Hardwick wasn't there. Beveridge wasn't there. So anyway, as the most senior man in attendance, um, Alistair Clarkson ran the show. But regardless, Kingy, history will be made tonight. In fact, within the next sort of 20 minutes, because we'll have Ooh. two 23, 23rd men named. So... Richmond will name their sub. Carlton will name their sub. And then also the teams are about to drop for the Adam Trelaw Cup tomorrow night, Collingwood and the Western Bulldogs. So we'll have some teams for you shortly. So what we want people to do on the text, and just keep them filtering through, and we'll read a few out as we go. We want reasons why your team will either cover the line or get within the margin allocated. So we can spin through those as they come. So give us what what tonight's game is in, in a real sense from our friends at Winners Bet. Yep, Winners Bet are with us tonight, and we'll speak to Adrian Johnson, AJ shortly. Trent Cochin as well, the big news of today, has gastro. So the skipper is out. We brought you that news first here on SEN. So uh, Jack Ross, I think his replacement, as I say, they've got to name the sub, perhaps Marlon Pickett. Uh, before we get to the games, Kingy, Gav is opening the batting. He's joining us from Sunbury. Welcome to the Picks, Gav, hey. as our first caller for the hey. year. History made with you as well. G'day, guys. That's why I wanted to ring and say all the best for your show for the year. Too kind. Give it two weeks, Gav. <laughs> and, and, but yeah, yeah. But, Kingy, what you just said before about everyone's going to tip Richmond tonight in their footy tipping, I don't think so because you're only going to be losing one game. There's still another 500 games to go in the year. So everyone will be going for Carlton tonight to try and get one up. Oh, a bit of sort of, really? is it really? Wow. Or be one down, Gav. Interesting psychology, Gav. Yeah. You might just be one how, for none off the many first tip, one. How many tipping comps have you won recently, <laughs> Gav? But welcome back. But I think Kiggy's right, Gav. So stay with us. So we'll we'll get to this game now, shall we, Kingy? Because yeah. obviously it's in uh, in just over an hour, seven twenty-five tonight. Carlton Richmond to open the season. Fifty thousand people. How great is that to say at the MCG? The line, the all critical line, according yes. to Winners Bet, what is it? Twenty-three and a half. So you got to basically four goals. Or almost Can four the goals. Blues get within 23 and a half of the Premier? Now, Richmond, they're missing Cochin, They're missing Hooley. And that's basically it. How's their run with injury? We know Ivan Soldo's out long term, but they have a remarkably good run with injury. The Blues, there's no Williams, Betts, McGovern, Marchbank, DeConning, Newman, Charlie Kerner long term. And now, as of yesterday, after he didn't train all week with calf tightness, Jack Martin is out as well. And we're asking the same question. Can Carlton fulfil their end of the bargain when it comes to this hyped season opener? Gee, you know, we covered a bit of this on AFL 360 last night. Have a, have a look at the Carlton forward Cross-promotion, that's And not... just tell me, Fogarty, Mackay, Nunes, Fisher, Silvani, Gibbons, and Caspolk goes in there mm. when he's not rucking. That's not good enough to kick 50-plus against Richmond. It would be nice. It's not. 
if Carlton could just field a full side just just once, just just once to get that forward line. Are they? I mean, they have had a chronic run with injury, but particularly when it comes to this game, you spend all off season getting yourself right and ready, and you you, you have to dish up this sort of a lineup, which is it's deflating to a degree. It'd be nice if they just once had a full squad. And is their ideal forward but, but line ever is... actually played a game together? No, probably not. Probably not. And Charlie Kerno. The last when was the last time we saw Charlie in full flight? You a couple know, years ago. I remember Dermot Brereton saying that he was going to be the, the next big thing, the best player in the competition potentially. So I think if you're looking at, at if you're going to give Carlton any chance tonight, what are the reasons? What are the specific reasons they could get within those twenty three and a half points? I think Sam Walsh. Could, it, it needs Sam Walsh to have a Chris Judd type game when Chris first arrived at Carlton in. Was it 08? Yep. Uh, that, that first game, that mm. first night, I think he got the first two centre bounce clearances of the, of the game. And just, and, and you thought for a minute, gee, could he, could he do this single handedly, just rip the heart out of the Tigers? Now, I think Sam Walsh going in and becoming a centre bounce player, which he's done through the preseason really effectively, he's a reason why that could happen. But, gee, there, you'd it, be. A brave man to tip against Richmond at almost full strength. So the the his, this is their recent history. The last six games, the margin in favour of Richmond has gone 24, 33, 26, 43, 9 as the, the close outlier, and then 27 points. So history says, Kingy, Richmond either put their feet up early and get jumped like they did a couple of years ago, and then they, they win it easily from there, or they hit Carlton hard early, and then they put the feet up and cruise home. So, so the 9, you remember the 9? I do. 50-metre penalties everywhere. Yep, that's right. Could that happen tonight? Could. Well, my word, it could. It, it, like, that could be the one thing that you just pinch a couple of goals at the right time uh, to keep you afloat. But look, they're just too good. Uh, the questions that you, you've got to ask is, who do they play on Dustin Martin? And if they don't go head-to-head with him, mm. how do they how do they expect to stop him? Yep. And that's the that's the difficulty of, of the Tigers. I, I can see this being a comfort. A really comfortable victory for, for the Tigers. Okay. I, I think it'll be a... Stop stop right there, Kingy, ooh, ooh, because this is going to be a feature of the picks week that? in, week out, game in, game out. The pick is in. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. That noise is going to drive people <laughs> crazy. It's already, I'm already dreaming it, to be honest. Uh, I'm giving up the 23 and a half. I'm, I think that the Tigers will win and win well. I'd be surprised if that's not the margin at yep. half time. Yep, Paddy Cripps' birthday today too, by the way. He turned 26, but I don't think he's going to get a present here, sadly. You, you... I'd like to go into bat for the Blues. I don't think they can get within 23 and a half, so I'm in agreement with you. We're going head-to-head this year. We are. It's a soft start. But that doesn't mean that I'm I'm going to... Uh, uh, Gav from Sunbury might be willing to commit <laughs> tipping suicide early, but that's not my game. Well, it's not, it's, every game's 50-50, though. Yeah, well, that's so fine. Not... I gave you my 50. Gav was p- tipping Carlton just to win. Yeah, well, I'm Lunacy, not doing that. Gav. No, but we're Give going head-to-head. Are we yeah. not going head-to-head on the Head to head on the line. Yes, right. Well, I'm not. I don't think the Blues can get within 23 right. and a half, but right. I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, Craig's in Clyde. He wants to talk about tonight's game. How are you doing there, Craig? Doing well, boys. Uh, congratulations and good luck for the uh, 12 months ahead. Thank you very much. Uh, I've got a question: Is this game tonight still good enough to be the first round of the season? The reason I ask: In the NFL, they do Thursday night football for round one, and they do the Super Bowl game from the previous year. Mm. Is that something we should look at? Are we going to hear a lot of this, David King, uh, in the days to come after this game? It's seemingly, as Craig alludes to, a bit of a, an annual topic, isn't it, in the aftermath? It is a big fundraiser, isn't it, for, to get the season off to a flyer traditionally when you fill the stadium. Clearly we can't tonight because of COVID and all those sorts of things. So, But it sells I, out and the ratings are always yeah, supreme. I don't mind it. 
I, I don't mind it, to be honest. I, I like the fact that these two clubs know in advance that they're kicking the year off. You just want a good game. You want a close game. You, know, you just need Carlton to be at their best. And the, and the injuries, again, curtail their, their ability to do that. Breaking news as well from the Tiger camp. It's been a big day at Richmond. Richmond has confirmed Damien Hardwick, the coach, as speculated upon and forecast has re-signed that new deal. So until the end of 2024 now for the premiership coach, Damien Hardwick. You broke that, didn't you? No, I did not. Why not? Um, well, you can't get them all, King. What have you been doing? I was preparing for the picks. <laughs> uh, from seven, we'll head to the MCG oh, as well. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before He's, BT appeared. Really we uh, started the year slowly. <laughs> SEN's chief uh, sports commentator, Jared yeah. Waitley, will be in the chair there with, uh, well, what a team this is. Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, the smooth mover, Nick Del Sando. They are on hand to call Richmond versus Carlton right here on AFL Nation from seven o'clock after we leave you. Let's move on to Friday night. This is a huge. Huge game as well. The Adam Trelaw Cup. It's Collingwood and the Western Bulldogs. The MCG, 7.50 p.m. The line is three and a half in favour of the, the Dogs. Just quickly, no steel side bottom. Chris Main will play VFL. Ollie Henry will debut for Collingwood, yes. which is great news for him. Uh, for the Dogs, Adam Trelaw and Steph Martin will make club debuts for the Dogs. Mature age recruit. The fair story of these guys, aren't they, uh, Kingy? Anthony Scott will play his first AFL game, as will the rookie pick, Lockie yeah. McNeil, who's come with a real rush. So, interesting game, this one. It'll be. I think it'll be frantic. I think the Dogs, they want to play fast footy. They're high handball. You know, they want to play on. They want to challenge the opposition immediately once they've broken from from congestion. Um, they've had a really good preseason. Marcus Pontipelli's put on a show the last couple of games. You know, we all saw last week, um, and then obviously watched them against Hawthorne in their, in their final hit up game. And he played a fair bit forward. That's the interest for me. How much time does he spend as a designated forward? Because mm. they've got a, a, a glut of midfielders. You've probably got nine or ten guys that could easily play in, in a position where you only have half a dozen at any one time. So what do you do with that? Who's that half forward and can he impact? Because Dunkley doesn't want to play there. McRae doesn't want to play there. Bont, is a, is a, we're not sure how it's going to work, whether he's just better off playing, being as a midfielder in a centre out and then rolling forward. Trelaw doesn't play there, and Libba doesn't play there. He's the only one that can play there. So I'm worried about, I'm worried about what the, it does to that half forward line. Are they still as effective forward of centre, given a whole host of uh, of midfielders that could play prime midfield minutes? So the Pies are paying Adam Trelaw 300000 a year to play against them. So there's that. It's been a long time coming, this game. Would they dare boo him, the Pies' face? That happens a bit, though, doesn't it? That much? Team, well, no. Not that, not I, don't, I don't that, think it's ever happened. Not to that. Not to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, you, you I don't think it's ever happened to me. You haven't taken my original feedback well, have you? <laughs> Okay, you missed one breaking story. I take oh, it back. Turn I it up. It, don't get angry. Hey, will they boo him or not? Nah. No. Why would they? What, what, I mean, he's, it, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. No, he didn't. Of course not. I no. get the play. So, but that's what happens in football in the outer. People get wound up. How mm. will he go is, is, is yeah. the bigger question. I mean, he's a, he's a ball hunter, ball on decks where he's really strong. Speed. Speed solves all problems. I can't wait to see how he goes with the dogs. All this talk about Aaron Norton playing defence. Just leave him hey, forward. Hey. Find consistency and become a superstar forward of the competition. If you if you're worried if you're a dog supporter and you're concerned, all your concern is behind centre. Mm. They, they are they are vulnerable, and the the pies who don't score heavily, let's be honest, could have a big day forward of centre. Yep, because because their key position stocks uh, haven't got it done through the preseason, and they can look extremely gettable.
Western Bulldogs, Collingwood line, three and a half points in favour of the dogs. Uh, pick is in, Kingy. <laughs> what happens, please? Very loud. I, I think the dogs will win, <laughs> but I, I'm expecting a really tight game. Oh, so how minus... tight? Three and a half points tight? No, they're going to cover the three and a oh, half. I agree with you. Couple Sadly. of goal victory. This is not going to keep happening where we're in agreement. No, it won't. It won't. Okay. Can't continue. Time to get the latest odds thanks to Winners Bet, Australia's newest bookmaker, winnersbet.com.au. Make sure you gamble responsibly, of course. And we're very pleased to have them on board right here on the picks. AJ is from Winners Bet. He's our man down there. Kingy, how you doing, AJ? AJ. Love the show, boys. Love the show. Uh, we're an all Aussie company, of course, dedicated to offering you and the listeners the best of the best on Gallup meetings on Saturdays and their best tote. Best tote, not just the TAB, best tote on all Australian Gallup meetings, three daily price boost incentives on Gallup's trotting greyhounds, and of course, the good old protest promise, so regardless of what happens in the stewards' room across the line, we pay out regardless, Sam and Dave. Sounds fantastic. And what about tonight, AJ? Can you give us the prices for tonight's game? Richmond and Carlton, of course, at uh, Winners Bet. Head-to-head, uh, last year's premiership team, the Mighty Tigers. They're as short as you would expect. Richmond at $1.26 with us. We are the Navy Blues. Outsiders at four at the line. So it's Richmond minus $23.50, $1.85. And the Mighty Blues plus $23.50 at $1.95. And we just had a bit of a chew over uh, Collingwood and the Western yep. Bulldogs tomorrow night, seven fifty. What's happening there? You've already indicated there, boys. Big money for the Bulldogs in the last few days. Uh, they're into a dollar seventy-four after being around the dollar ninety mark earlier in the week. So the money definitely for the Bulldogs. The pies go out to two dollars ten for tomorrow night. Good on you, AJ. Great to have your company here on uh, the picks. Have a good night, pal. Thanks, mate. AJ there from Winners Bet Australian, newest one hundred percent Australian-owned and operated bookmaker. Winnersbet.com.au. Gamble responsibly, of course. Get amongst the winners and sign up today some great exclusive betting opportunities. We're off and running here on the picks, uh, Kingy. How do, you, how do you think you've gone so I'm far? Worried about, I'm worried about your ability to take on board some feedback. Don't, don't, don't fabricate things. Are you things. okay? Don't fabricate things. I won't be if you keep whoa, playing this whoa. line of questioning. Hey, off the text from Dean. If Carlton yes. were to get out to a 28-point lead, you would think the Tigers could run them down. Dean, that's how these games have gone. They've either started slow or finished slow regardless. They've just eased home, haven't they? Hopefully we get something just for the neutrals a little bit tighter tonight, Kingy. I don't mind a smashing. <laughs> I enjoy a good old-fashioned smacking. Yeah, righto. Okay. Oh, you're listening to The Pick. Sam Edmund, David King here. We'll plow on. Plenty of games to get through as well. And we'd love your feedback throughout the show. Off the open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Temper text. Don't be shy. Tipping uh, here with a difference. 433 on The Picks. On SEN, The Picks with David King and Sam Edmund. We'll do something about that intro. Welcome back to the picks. Sam Edmund and David King with you. A reminder from seven right after this. We'll head to the MCG where Jared Waitley, Dwayne, the pipe, Russell. That is amazing. Very amazing. And Nick Del Santo, the smooth mover, will call Richmond and Carlton right here on AFL Nation. But for now, you're listening to the very first episode of the picks, a preview round-by-round round preview show with a difference. Kingy, let's go to the MCG tomorrow, uh, Saturday rather, 1.45pm, and it's Melbourne and Fremantle. This is an intriguing game. Now, Melbourne have some issues personnel-wise. Sounds like Christian Salem and, um, and Brayshaw will play AFL, but Viney, Melksham and Hibbert have already been ruled out by Simon Goodwin, so they'll play VFL. We know there's no Ben Brown, no Sam Wiedemann, but the Dockers have got issues as well. Michael Walters out is a huge loss. Matt Tabender didn't train today. Adam Chera has a little niggle. Tabner. Sean Darcy, the number one ruck, is in the mix but hasn't featured at all this preseason. Rory Lobb is out with a knee. And 
So all sorts of issues Jeez. on the Magna Ball, but this is the sort of game I'd imagine if you're a Melbourne supporter that would have you feeling a little bit anxious. Well, if Tabner doesn't play, I don't think Fremantle can win. He's that important to their forward line. With, without Rory Lobb, so that secondary tall target that spends a fair bit of time down there as well, no Walters to create havoc at ground level and fly for the odd mark here or there. With Fife spending more time forward, which is what we've learnt through the pre-season period, but you still need... I mean, Tabernum had a fantastic... He's had a, he's had a really good 18 months. A really good 18 months. So I'm just... I'm, I'm now nervous with the selection here because I thought Fremantle were a big chance here. Not not only of getting within the, the, the line, which is uh, always what we talk about, but I thought they were a chance to win this game. So yep. that's a worry for me. I want to talk about Max Gorn and, and the role that Max Gorn plays. This is... I wanted to dig into this too. Yeah. Where should he play? In this game. Well, see, we talk a lot about this Dustin Martin role, you know, that Petrarca can play and Fife and, you know, it's all centre forward. Why, why couldn't they allow Max Gorn just to play centre forward? So there's going to be less boundary throw-ins this year. There's going to be less down-the-line long kicks where the Ruckman have to represent. So they, they, they've got an opportunity to get forward and become a forward 50 target. Now, Max is asked to go behind the ball and take intercept marks and help the defence. We'll leave them. You spend all your money down there with May and Lever and, and these guys. Trust them to get the job done and just get Max to focus on catching ball, the ball inside the forward 50. So Fremantle will probably have a debutant in the ruck in Lloyd yeah. Meek, right? So they could either – they'd be tempted to have Max Gorn just lay siege in the ruck. But then again, as we've seen over recent times, his hit-out dominance doesn't necessarily translate to clearance dominance. So do you trust Luke Jackson against a debutant? You swing um, Big Maxi forward in and amongst a set of Fremantle defenders that perhaps otherwise, and I'm speaking of Hamling, Ryan, Pierce, that could have an intercept field day without a tall target down there in Max Gorn because we know T-Mac, uh, Tommy McDonald is more of a lead-up sort of a target. They're going to need Max Gorn down there. Well, I'd, centre bounce is critical. So go with your best weapons at centre bounce. And Richmond have taught us that in the last month of last season. So I would have Max in at centre bounce every time. Then push hard. And then go forward and allow Jackson to roam around and do the ruck work. You know, just, just see if he can pick up his 15 to 20 disposals, which is a challenge now because the game's going to go on around the ruckman. Huge year for Melbourne. Huge year for the coach. Big game Huge is. year for star players and how strong the club's foothold is going to be when it comes to retaining them at season's end. It's his fifth year in charge. They've played finals once in that time. Of course, the prelim in 2018. So it's a massive season for Melbourne and Simon Goodwin, Kingy. So before we move on from this game, uh, of course, the picks are in. The all-important line uh, has Melbourne at 12 and a half. Well, can uh, Fremantle get within a couple of goals? Yeah, they and, can. And pinch it. My, my, my view or my tip head-to-head -head with you is that I think they can. Now, my only concern now is the Tabiner information. Well, he might still play, of course. But disturbingly, I agree with you. I think they can cover that, the Dockers, and I think they could actually win the game. So I like them. I like him to cover that well, off. Okay, so just just for a moment, just you got your come you got your, uh, yeah, your spreadsheet there. Yeah, got it there. It's on just the make sure you check it off. It's on the spready. Um, we're, we're head to head at the moment. We're exactly the same. No, um, change. Can you tell me what the fallout would be if Melbourne happened to get rolled in round one on Saturday afternoon? Uh, would there be any fallout, or is just, yes. does it just build? Yes, does it just of course. build the pressure? It builds, and it builds quickly. I think because this is the game they would mark off on paper to win. First game back at the MCG. We don't expect Fremantle to do much this year. Improve, yes, but most people wouldn't have them in the eight. It's a make-or-break year for Melbourne. I would have thought if they didn't win this, 
the pressure will build. Absolutely it will. Um, some news, Collingwood team news is in. Jeremy Howe officially returns. Still side bottom, as we said, isn't there. Taylor Adams has been named. Ollie Henry, as we say, officially debuts. Yeah, the sub on. will be one of the four emergencies. Callum Brown, Darcy Cameron, Levi Greenwood or Nathan Murphy at the Dogs. Trelaw and Steph Martin, of course, are in. Anthony Scott, Lockie McNeil, as we said. The sub will be one of the four emergencies. Zane Cordy, Josh Shackey, Riley West, or Jason Johannesson, who still can't get himself into that starting 22 at the moment. Taylor uh, Jure has been picked in the 22 ahead of Jason Johannesson, Kingy. So some interesting news there. Let's go to the City of Churches. Jason Adelaide and Geelong Johannesson. He's out of the still best 22. Out. Still out. He's, a, he's an emer- The Crozier left that team and he still didn't come back in. Exactly. Yep. Wow. So he's been named as an emergency. Might yet be the 23rd man. Might yet be the sub. Okay, over in Adelaide, Saturday, 4.35 in the afternoon. It is the Crows against the highly fancied Cats. Now, Jordan Clark has worked his way into the best 22 again. Of course, uh, Kingy, after that shoulder injury last year, kept him to three games. But no Duncan, no Asava Radigalair, Darcy Fort won't play. Luke Dalhouse and Reece Stanley should get the green light. Crows don't have their best midfielder. Matt Crouch will not play. He's got a groin. And they've got a back line that have three players facing fitness tests in Tom Duday, Kelly, and Jordan Butts. Daniel Talia is already out with a knee. You don't reckon Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron are licking their chops here? Are players declaring themselves sore, having a look at what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's a side... If there's a side where you don't want to go in week down back, this oh, might no. be the one. This is the one. You talk about Jordan Clark. He, he's the wild card player they need. Isaac, Isaac Smith's going to be that similar style. Run and gun, take the game from first gear to third gear in a hurry. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Clark can do this year. And it sounds like he's healthy. sounds like he's living the AFL lifestyle now. It sounds like the, the, the tough love. Um, Gee, they came from though. Yeah. The West Australian side. Of course they would. He's, yeah. a, he's an elite talent. It's just a matter of, you now Geelong have been through this before. They've had a lot of talent walking the door that they've had to shape and mould. Um, and as soon as you start getting the, the returns for that, then I think that um, the player will embrace what you've done. So, look, they're going to they're gonna win this Geelong and win it well. The Crows are a fair way off being competitive against teams of this calibre. Um, so, I mean, what the margin is, who knows, but... Gee, the outs for Adelaide are enormous, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, it's they could really far hurt. too many. So they'll have two debutants as well, the Crows. James Rowe, uh, the small forward, who kicked, of course, 82 goals in some 30-odd games in the last two years in the Sandful for Woodville West Torrens. And Sam Berry, who's come with a real rush, picked 28 in last year's draft. He's made a real impression as well. They had to wait until round 15 to win a game last year. I wonder how long it's going to take this year for the Crows. We've lost some experience as well. Brad Crouch has left. Rory Atkins has departed as well. And then the, the Cats have gone the other way, of course, adding Cameron Higgins and the uh, four-time Premiership Hawk, Isaac Smith, as well. Looks like Josh Denkins is going to play as well for the Cats, Kingy, of course. Harry Taylor's retirement, meaning Blitzars needs to play back. We said Asava Radigali is not playing. So Stanley should play. And I think Josh Jenkins will relieve him in the ruck. The all-important line in this game, King, you expect it to be sizable. Winners bet have it at 25 and a half. 25 and a half. Can the Crows get within 25 and a half? Given their outs and their injury list, I don't think they've got any chance. I mean, the, the, the Cats are two goals better a quarter on what you've just said there with the outs. And, and put Matt Crouch on top of that. 
I think it could get ugly. Yeah, this is so. This I'm is, in agreement. It's got a fifty pointer written. It does. It. I'm a bit shocked that line hasn't blown out. And maybe, maybe it will as we get closer to the to the bounce. Perhaps. Hey, off the text, Kingy. What BS, boys? It's round one. Pressure doesn't come after the first round. You peanuts. Well, good. Three hundred and sixty degree feedback there. Yeah, like I like all forms of feedback. Please keep it coming. Um, not so much Sam. Um, I I, <laughs> I think. When you look at when coaches have been sacked over the last few years, and we're not cheering for a sacking, we're not. We want them to go well. But it's between that round 13 to round 16 area is generally where they move into a caretaker-type facility. Um, so you've made your decision by about round nine. So every round for the first seven or eight rounds. I don't think he's got credits, too many credits in the bank to lose. Are important. To Fremantle at the MCG to is my feel. To Fremantle at the MCG is not an important game. It's just ridiculous. This Sunday, Melbourne United uh, moving to basketball. Their home games are back at John Kane Arena. United take on the Brian Gorgian coached Illawarra Hawks. See Jock Landau, Chris uh, Goulding and the Melbourne United Stars in action. Tip-off, 3 p.m. this Sunday at John Kane Arena. Tickets, they're available at ticketech.com.au. A reminder, when we leave you at 7, we're straight to the MCG. Yes. Jared Whateley, Dwayne Russell, Nick Del Sando, and it's Richmond. <laughs> Yeah, wherever you're watching around the planet, according to the pipe, it's Richmond and Carlton on AFL Nation. Back with more on the picks right after this. On SEN, the picks with David King and Sam Edmund. Final teams are in for tonight's season opener at the MCG. So Marlon Pickett comes in for Cochin. He's not the sub. The sub will be Jack Ross. Have I got that right? Jack Ross is the sub. Marlon Pickett coming in for Trent Cochin. And Oscar McDonald, interestingly, Kingy, this caught your eye, is the sub for the Blues on the boo at Carlton. Well, maybe they're concerned about whether Harry Mackay can get through the game. Do you think that that's the Or Levi Caswell, yep. I think or that's, Levi. that's yeah, very call. sound logic from you. And if they are going well and getting through, maybe they get the ability to go a fraction taller, yep. forward of centre. You're going to need tall forward representation. You've got to get that ball to ground against the Tigers. Kingy, you'd be the best AFL coach. The oh, premierships yeah. would be rolling through the door. Love listening to you guys. Go Ruse. That's from Peter McLeod. Good on you, Pete. Or Peter rolling, in McLeod, even. Might not be rolling through the, the doors <laughs> for a while at the Kangas, but we fought the fight. Off the timber text. What's that sound from? Now, that sound yes. you're hearing is, uh, you're going to hear a bit of this your idea, by the way. is the NFL uh, draft sound. That one. Is it the NFL draft or... I think they use it across a couple Fox of schools. Oh, it's definitely NFL. Game. It's definitely NFL draft. Yeah. It's not the broadcaster. It's the NFL draft. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the broadcast. That's what you hear. A bit like our pick is in on Fox on your network. You do your little jingle. You know, <laughs> Got a bit of feedback yeah. last year. <laughs> not quite as catchy, but getting there. Hey, Essendon and Hawthorne, Marble Stadium, the old rivals going out yes. at Saturday, 7.25 p.m., Shocked that the Hawks are favourites. We'll get to that in a moment. But their six-goal man, Jacob Kaczynski, is going to make his debut. Tyler Brockman as well, who were just so impressive, weren't they, against uh, your old mob, uh, Kingy, in the preseason. So with Cosie coming in, do you think perhaps one of Mitch Lewis or Tim O'Brien have to make way? Um, and then Ben Rutten, his revealed trade acquisitions, Joe Coldwell, Peter Wright, Nick Hind will face the Hawks as well. So his first official game, Ben Rutten, as a standalone coach at the Bombers and plenty of new faces in store there. And I really like what they did against Geelong in the last preseason match. They played frantic, fast football once they obtained possession. And when they didn't have it for the first time in about five years, the Bombers defended 
like it meant everything to them. Yep. It was a pre-season game. So you normally get offense, no worries. People want to play. They want to get their hands on the ball. But you don't normally get them putting pressure on, harassment pressure, tackle pressure, um, structural pressure, standing in the right spots, guarding the right areas in in time uh, that uh, Geelong couldn't move the ball. So I, I thought it was fantastic. It was as good as I've seen Essendon defensively for a long, long time. I just want to see if that is true, if if that is the new Essendon. Can we trust it? Well, we, we thought we were going to see it last year with, you know, a bit more rich of a Richmond look about it. Maybe we saw it in its, you know, just a small sample pre-season one. If they bring that intensity and they bring that defensive level on Saturday night, they win this. Yeah, it's going to be it's, – it's a fascinating watch. Oh, by the way, Harrison Jones will debut and Nick Cox as well. They impressed during the preseason freshman as well. The over, they lost their way last season, the Bombers. The overwhelming feedback from the players at the end of last season was – we need to know who's in charge. We need a clear line of hierarchy here at this organisation. The player empowerment model that John Worsfold was such a fan of, it just didn't work last year. Maybe the hub and everything had something to do with that, but the players wanted a boss, so to speak. Mm. They wanted to be told. They wanted a clear set of direction. Um, they've got that now. They've taken that on board, Essendon, among an, a sweeping set of changes, and there's a clear line of direction there from top to bottom. On and the players are clear exactly on what they have to do and when they have to do it. I've watched a lot of their preseason. I, I really like the leadership of Dyson Heppel, and he probably hasn't got a lot to show for his his tenure as captain just yet. So I'd like to see their their fortunes uh, swing wildly, you know, back into the positive because I think he's he's really working hard to be mm. the best leader he can be and and pulling this club together. Great to see so many young players coming into the team. Absolutely, nothing, nothing brings enthusiasm like youth. So. Uh, let's see if they can bring it on Saturday night. Yep. But the Hawks are going to be hard to beat. We know they they're organised and they're, they're a smart outfit. Life after Joe Danaher will be a key part of it as well. Peter Wright's been impressive. We know Kale Hooker equips himself well forward of centre. So it's time for the line. It's a tight one. Three and a half. As I say, uh, Hawthorne, the favourites in this one. Uh, Kingy, let's get to your pick, please. Uh, off the text, NBA draft for that sound, guys, 100%. It? it might be, but it's also NFL draft. I said it might double up. What do you think? Uh, Three and a half. I've been a sucker for the Bombers for a long time, and I'm going to stay that way. I think the Bombers, I think if they put it all together, they can win and win well. So I agree. I agree with you. So I think whilst Hawthorne's a fa- Hawthorne are favourites to win this game, I, I'm going to go against that. And maybe oh, I've boy. Been, maybe I've been seduced by the Bombers. I don't know. Hawks uh, are 2-0 through the preseason period. Yeah, Gunston's not playing. There's a lot we don't know about their front half. So, anyway, we'll find out. But I'm in agreement. Say that again. Brisbane, Brisbane, Lions, Sydney, Gabba, Saturday, 7.45pm. Swans, their top three picks. Logan McDonald, Braden Campbell, Errol Gordon, they're all going to play against Brisbane. The Lions, our first look at Joe Danaher in a premiership game, of course. They're in a good spot, though, with injury. Again, how often do we say that? So, Damick stays out with a knee. Cam Rayner out for the year with a knee. Otherwise... Pretty clean bill of health. So what about this, Kingy? They've had, in the last few years, second fewest, fewest, and third fewest games lost to injury in the past uh, three seasons. Good management, good luck, everything. So they're going to be hard to beat, Brisbane. They are. They, they are at home. There's, there's no doubt about that. They're a, good, they're a very good outfit. Um, what will Danaher bring? I mean, they're, they're talking about the change in the, in the eyes lift from the midfielders and they just see the big dog. They see a big presence, drawing all attention and drawing the football. They didn't have that in the last two or three seasons, despite the fact they've been 
our preliminary finalists and, and, and really uh, a kick or two off, off grand final, if you like. So it's, it's a huge shift. It's a massive shift, just that one player coming in. But, but I, like, I like the Swans. I like what they've done. I think that their, their youth coming in, they're elite picks. And they start the whinging already about the academies. Because, but good crop of kids, though. Oh, Goulden, Campbell, and Logan McDonald from Perth is going to be a super target. You just wait till his, le- his arms look as big as his legs. He's, uh, he's got these thighs that, that dwarf you. Um, that wouldn't be hard. No. <laughs> this can of Fanta here dwarfs you. But the, <laughs> I, I, I like what the, where the Swans are going. I think they can get there quickly. The line's 24 and a half. I think we're going to be in agreement here. Sydney won't get there, will they? Sydney will get there. What? Sid- I'm, I'm taking Sydney. They'll cover the line. Yeah, they'll cover the line. Sydney oh plus the 24 points. Wow. Okay. So well, that's Mark, our first. That's our first disagreement. Disagreement. Oh, love it. I love it too. Yeah. Let this be the start of a fractious relationship. <laughs> I, I a, love you're, it. You're concerning me with how excited you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the picks, but Jared Waitley's up next Jeez. with Dwayne Russell, Nick Del Sano. We're going straight to the MCG Richmond oh Carlton after this. If you're having a better course, please do so responsibly. Back with the remaining games on the picks right after this. Oh boy. On SEN, The Picks, with David King and Sam Edmund. Oh, great to have your company on night one here at The Picks. Kingy, North Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Marvel Stadium, Sunday, the first game, 1.10pm. <laughs> a lot of question marks at Arden Street. And in fact, the North Medicos have got a lot on their plate at the moment. Cunnington, Anderson, Polek all facing Tess. Trent DeMont is out. Port Adelaide, a bit like Brisbane, just about at full strength. Connor Rosie and Sam Pell Pepper, the only confirmed outs. Alir Alir, Ratio Fantasia, they'll pull on the teal for the first time. And it looks as though Todd Marshall, Trent McKenzie are going to play as well. Hamish Hartlett. Hartlett <laughs> does need to prove he's overcome the hamstring soreness to be in the frame for selection. Now, are you forecasting doom and gloom for the Kangas? Not doom up? and gloom, but they're, they're against a, a really solid outfit this week. I, I'm expecting Port to just show us what they're made of. As you said, really healthy. Love their inclusions. Alir Ali has been a steal from the Swans who didn't want to lose him. And Fantasia just adds more damage to an already potent forward line that operate really predictably. You know, they're hard to defeat because it's a basic brand of football that's so honest. Lock the ball in the forward half, drive it to the top of the goal square. If you can't beat Charlie Dixon in the air, good luck at ground level. I think they'll be too strong. The line on winner's bet, 30 and a half. Now, 30. while you um, let that marinate in your brain there, I don't think North can get within five goals of Port Adelaide, if I'm being frank. So you're, Is that frank enough? You're, you're, thanks, Frank. You're going minus 30 and a half, Port yep. Adelaide? Yep. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, look, if that were to be around the margin at the end of the game, I think most North fans would be pretty happy. What do we think's more reflective of the line? 40, 50, full-length games? Poor. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But neither of us are backing the Kangas to get within five goals of Port Adelaide. Too many outs for the Kangas. Yep. The next game is GWS and St Kilda at Giants Stadium. It's at 3.20 on the Sunday. GWS, no Pruce, no Brent Daniels, no Kennedy, no Riccardi, Hogan, Lockie Whitfield. So Matty Flynn, the academy uh, product for GWS, it's his sixth year on the list. He'll finally make his AFL debut, King. Mm. It is a great story. 
And the most difficult task this week isn't climbing Mount Everest or swimming the English Channel. It's predicting St Kilda's lineup because Brett Ratton has been left to lament the worst injury run in the competition. It would be huge if they pinched this one. Brad Crouch is suspended. Hanabry calf. Geary leg fracture. Frawley's out. King's out. Marshall's got a foot problem. Paddy Rodder's on personal leave. Ben Patton's out for the season. If they win under these circumstances, the furnace is getting turned up a little bit on the Giants' early doors as well. Well, the Giants have got a great centre bounce quartet. Their, their ground level players are fantastic. Now they're missing Whitfield is a major part of what they have historically done on the outside of that initial first disposal or first possession. So too Zach Williams. So when you look at the way they've played, particularly through this preseason, Toby Green's so important to them. If the Saints can find a match for Toby Green, then I, I think it's game on. Yeah, It really is. I, I like the way the Saints play. These two play very similarly. Very aggressive with the ball. Um, there's there's a point of difference with the, the mark play on stuff that St Kilda want to do. But they operate on efficiencies. They don't need high volume to, to actually make you bleed. I'm really looking forward to this game. I think this is this is the best game of the weekend. There's there's no doubt about that. The Giants though, what the sixteenth for inside fifties, I think they ranked last year. So the problem yeah. is aligned to the, part to the midfield, year. isn't it? So they really need Kaleen Canelio. Had a horror first year as skipper to come back. Ward needs to find his continuity. Josh Kelly needs to remind us what he's capable of. Tim Durando, Hopper, the list goes on and on. Tom Green is going to be a special player, but they really need to lift in there in the middle of the ground, don't they? The line. Off the text, please, no more chime. I, I told you this was a bad idea. It's night chime. one. <laughs> you, you got really strong on the chime. The now, line, well, seven and a half points, GWS. Seven and a half. Well, look, I think the Saints can get in within the seven and a half. I, I think that, I think they can win the game. I'm, I'm tipping St Kilda to win the game and the seven points is a little spoil. Nope, I disagree. I think the Giants will win and uh, they'll win by more Give than Give me a reason though, why? Give me a reason why they'll win by more than that. Uh, St Kilda's injury list. But what, and they're at home. What do the Giants do so well that's got you tipping them? Uh, well, I just think there's enough quality there to get the job done. A reset okay. over the summer. Get out of that funk. Start again. You zip and zip. Pressure's off to a degree. You start again. I just think there's too much quality there. I think it should. What's the old saying? Form is temporary. Class is permanent. Ooh. I'm going with that. Uh, the last game yeah. of the weekend Gosh. we think might be a tantalising one. West Coast, Gold Coast over at uh, Optus Stadium, of course, in the Wild West. It's at 6.10pm Sunday. This is the toughest trip in footy, probably along with Geelong down there, you'd say. So history says the Suns start the season well. In fact, before we get to the debate, Kingy, I'm going to go to the line straight away. Okay, what a you, it's 28 and a half. Back-to-back chimes. 28 and a half West Coast. <laughs> yes. I reckon the Suns can, can get there now within I, the 28. I think the West Coast are an angry football club. I think that they are really disappointed with the start of last season and the finish. Well, The meek finish at the end of the season they were really disappointed with. I think they've been smarting. They've been waiting for this opportunity to come out and make a statement at home. Statement made. I reckon they're going to win and win well. Well, clearly you think they're going to win by more than 28 and a half. But I, I look at the history. The Suns start the season well. Three of the four, first four last year. Three of the first four in 2019. They won the first two in 2018. They start fresh. They start lively. I'll tell you what is getting the ass. That's the chime. <laughs> chime Gonski, please. Oh, I'm not interested, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's a trial. It's a trial. It's a, we, we trial things here. 
Okay. It's a it's trial. A, it's a trial. It's a trial. Things. We try things. <laughs> Process of elimination. Look, what, what will Raoul bring is the, is the question everyone wants to see answered in the first month. He couldn't possibly do what he did at the start of last well, season. No, but West Coast were one of his victims last year. That was no. one of his best ons. Right. It was. So okay. he's got a good history they, they against were, West they Coast. They were a different West Coast. They weren't interested last year at the start of the year. He returns. West Coast also, for the record, missing Elliot Yo and Luke Shuey. So that's the other reason I think the couldn't, Suns can get within 28 and a half. just give us one more chime, could you? Ah, uh, one more. Keep the chime, it's a ripper. That's what we wanted. The last text on the picks. We loved your company. We're off to the MCG. We'll be back next week, David King and I, for more of the picks on a Thursday night between 6 and 7. Jared Waitley's on standby at the G with Dwayne Russell, the smooth moving Nick Del Sando. It's Richmond and Carlton. It's what we've all been waiting for. It's football. It's Let's crowds. Go. It's the MCG. Go. Don't go anywhere. Hey, SEN, AFL Nation is next. That is amazing. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.